You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Listeners, this is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and one of our your story travel company colleagues, Sarah. We hope that you're all staying safe and happy and healthy. This is episode 686, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades Podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of us would be glad to help. Just text us. Sarah, Vicki, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-395-0544, or email us at yourstorytravel.com, and we'll be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will will hold your resort and ticket package, so just contact us today. So, this is good. We always love a good rumor here on the Basket Pays Podcast. I just ran across this one yesterday, and the rumor this week that was leaked out is that Disney World is going to be expanding the Skyliner. Now, I know Sarah hasn't got to enjoy that yet, so she'll be able to tell us soon, soon, very, very soon, (laughs) what she thinks of it. But the rumor is that they're going to expand it to Animal Kingdom and Animal Kingdom Lodge. And while this is still a rumor, Disney has, like they projected, found that the Skyliner was a great form of transportation. We all enjoy it. We use it for a ride, actually, or a break from the parks. Um, And currently, the Skyliner travels to and from Pop Century, the Art of Animation, Riviera Resort, Caribbean Beach, and Epcot. What do you guys think about this rumor? Because I'm pretty excited about it. I think it would be pretty neat. Um, Animal Kingdom, in an effort to give the animals a nice, um, quiet place to reside is, or Animal Kingdom Lodge, I should say, or I'm sorry, it, you said Animal Kingdom. I don't know why I'm thinking Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, both. It's, it's, it it's, is. It's both. It's very far away from everything else. That's what because I was thinking. They want them, um, the animals to be distanced from fireworks shows and things like that, because that would just not be a good situation for them. Um, but it's, it's, I mean, it would be wonderful. I don't know. I'd be curious to know how long that ride would be, but it would definitely give, because right now the only option for transportation at that resort is bus, which I've never had an issue with. Um, There's always been plenty of buses and it was easy to get anywhere we needed to go. Um, But if if this happens, there'll be another option for transportation, which is pretty neat. Well, and I, I feel like so many people overlook Animal Kingdom Lodge because of transportation Mm -hmm. it's it's a deluxe that does doesn't have the availability of like getting to the parks quick and easy it doesn't have any sort of extra special way to get to and from the parks and so people kind of like oh nah i'll just go with something else if i'm gonna go ahead and pay that kind of money for for somewhere i do feel like it's just a rumor because it would be a really expensive add-on like it's gonna be so long for them to do this I can only imagine how much money that would cost for them to build something like this when the buses are like you said Sarah they're working just fine they do work okay I mean 
we the only time that we didn't use a bus was when we were running a little late and we wanted to get to a dining reservation at Wilderness Lodge um, for the storybook dining at Artist Point. And so we did a minivan as a sort of a special thing too. My my youngest got dressed up as Snow White, her favorite princess. And um, you know we went to have dinner there so she could have dinner with Snow White. And um, so we chose to do the minivan and then we took a bus back, but it, it was great. And then we did um, Uber or taxi or Lyft to get to um, Hollywood Studios in the morning because I don't think the buses were even running yet when we went to get in line for Rise of the Resistance at the time. Um, but yeah, every other time we never had an issue. Um, we would always get, even when the, when the um, parks were letting out in the evening and it's like rush hour, everyone's getting out at the same time we would generally be on the first or second bus out because it is a deluxe resort. So I think they tend to run a little more buses maybe, and you're not um, dealing with the same amount of crowds that you would at some of the larger resorts, like your value resorts, because they hold so many people. Correct, for sure. Well, we will wait and see, but we will let you know as soon as we know something for sure. Okay, so I have a story about supply shortages <laughs> we've been talking about this how disney's just having a really hard time getting the supplies they need well they had a little bit of a, a hiccup this week that caused them some social media drama um and it ended well for the guests but it's kind of i don't know to me i'm i shook my head at disney like really really the guests were totally in the right here yes and you were definitely in the wrong so all of this is around the lightsaber experience at Galaxy's Edge at Hollywood Studios. Savvy Workshop at Star Wars Galaxy Edge stopped handing out the black lightsaber sheath. Um, it's like the case that's purchased with the lightsaber. It's supposed to protect your lightsaber, give you something to carry it around with. Um, and because of supply chain issues, they decided they were going to give you plastic bag to stick your lightsaber in and it was this is something that guests pay for as part of this lightsaber package it's $219.99 you're paying it is to build your lightsaber it is to then get the case to carry it around in to keep it protect it while you're walking around um so guests started asking for a replacement or some sort of you know like then give me a discount of some sort if you're not going to give me a piece of of what I'm asking for like what I'm supposed to be getting you need to discount it and they were told the plastic bag was an acceptable replacement <laughs> and that's what they were given to carry around their expensive collectible so of course they started publicly shaming Disney which, these noodle people yeah is the noodle people <laughs> you're right Vicky um and Finally, Disney heard, and they did not like that bad press that they were getting. And everybody was agreeing with these people. I mean, they're showing you the, like, it looks like an umbrella bag or something. Yeah, like, it's exactly what it looks like. A clear plastic sleeve <laughs> for you to stick it in. And like, okay, here you go. Like, carry it around in this. Um, so now guests are being given a 10% discount, when, which kind of, it's like $55. Or no, not 55, I'm sorry, 22 Um 
that you will say, what, don't you wish it was 55? Yeah, $22 um, that you would save if you were, if you bought this. Um, it's made of black fabric. It's got a detachable shoulder strap. It's partially lined with like foam to keep the blade protected. So yeah, a, a plastic bag was not cutting it at all. I'm glad that Disney corrected that, but <laughs> were you guys also looking at pictures of this and seeing this come across your social yes. media? I mean, like seriously, Disney? Well, the other thing is, and Sarah can probably speak to it. I, I This is the kind of stuff Joey loves to look at. I'm thinking about having him see if he can find out the breakdown of how much it costs to actually make one of these <laughs> because we know full well that they charge for the experience but you know those cast members are not getting that money that are actually helping build so I mean just like the magic bands when they got rid of them and Joey found out the whole total thing even with the plastic was like a dollar 25 and look at how many they buy so they probably get it for even bigger discount so um this is just a big write-up but you have you done this experience or you did the droid one we opted for the droids um i just had visions of my girls having lightsaber fights with 200 hundred dollar lightsabers and then them Destroying breaking something yeah <laughs> well the lightsabers themselves or them breaking something else because we have lightsabers at our house but they're just cheapo you know toys. you don't care if those get broken yeah, i don't care if they break <laughs> um but I would not be happy if I just spent $220 on something, possibly two of them. That's that's just, that's too much for me. Um, and we're not the type of, I mean, we're Star Wars fans, but I'm not hang a lightsaber over the fireplace Star Wars fan level. So that's not going to happen for me. Um, but, you know, we did the droids and they, my kids still play with them to this day we get them out every once in a while and they're super cute and it's fun to watch the dogs be like what they do a lot of head <laughs> tilting um but yeah i mean in this day and age i think you have to have a certain amount of grace when you go out in public when in regards to you know maybe things aren't quite what they used to be but when you're paying this much for something you know you, you there has to be some sort of accommodation so I'm glad Disney is offering a little discount. Me too. All right. So one of my favorite rides and one of my kids' favorite rides, Rock and Roller Coaster. It's had some trouble lately. It's been closed a lot. And Disney still hasn't released the real issue with this ride. But after almost a week of it being closed, the ride reopened for Wednesday and Thursday, but was listed as temporarily closed again on Friday and wasn't running on Saturday either. Whatever the problem is, we hope that Disney can figure it out because that is a ride that's very popular at Hollywood Studios. And I was just looking, and it looks like it is open right now with a 35-minute wait. That's not bad at all. No. I mean, it's late in the evening there, so. Yeah. So we record on Monday for the listeners. Uh, we record on Monday, so that means it was. I couldn't find anything about yesterday, but I'm like, what is going on with that ride? I mean, it could be like the rest of the world and people are getting sick and they just couldn't staff it. I mean, well, and that's what they had originally, the rumor was last week. Mm -hmm. But then when it still kept being, I'm like, well, we know from work, it's only five days now. Once you've had from five days from your symptom, unless you're running a fever, you can come back to work with a mask on and that's what they expect. So I was hoping. Fingers crossed, right? I just hope it's open when we go because Everest is going to be closed for refurb 
and that's a big disappointment for my seven-year-old. So I'm hoping that Rock and Roller Coaster is open. I will hope so, so for you. I got yeah. to ride Expedition. <laughs> I got to ride Expedition Everest. I didn't get to ride Rock and Roller Coaster. So but anyway. Splash Mountain is supposed to be open, which is usually not open when we go in January. So that's exciting. So you're going to do that right before you leave the park so you don't freeze to death? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I've heard that in the cooler weather, they turn down the splashiness. That would be but, nice. Um, I do wear a poncho on the ride. That's what I was going to say. Just wear a poncho. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So the Voices of Liberty have returned to the Rotunda, which is, this is interesting to me. They're the things that were the next two stories because we're seeing all this growth in COVID in Missouri and North Carolina and the changes that are going on for us. But Disney's going on as normal, so I don't know. We'll see how that plays out. But they brought them back into the rotunda at the American Pavilion, which I'm sure everybody was happy about. They returned to Epcot originally at the American Gardens in November of 2020, and that's where they were singing. But now they're back in their rotunda. They do enter wearing masks, and they remove them right before they sing. And they sing distantly. They're not quite as close as they used to be. In fact, I think I can't tell from the picture, and they didn't give an exact amount of feet but it looks to me they're like they're six feet apart um but i gotta say when you're singing and you're that good of a singer i remember when we and not that i'm saying that i was that good of a singer but when we were in high school and college and we did acapella numbers like they do we had to do that anyway because it forced you to be a better listener and to tune yourself and to make you stay even with everybody else so somebody wasn't blasting somebody else out so i think that's good and that rotunda is amazing to sing in i mean i've never done it but I've heard them sing. Come on, Vicky. You know you've gone in there and kind of just I, gone I to just, the corner and let out yep, a few notes. I sure did. <laughs> they probably would throw me out. No way. <laughs> so, uh, and then the other group that came back was, or they were spotted this weekend. The citizens of Hollywood from Hollywood Studios made an appearance for the first time since March 2021 at Run Disney this weekend. And people were super excited about this. A lot of runners apparently stopped to get their pictures with them. They were in front of the Tower of Terror when people were running by. So I'm hoping that it's a chance for those people to come back because those are really fun. Mm -hmm. We talked about that, especially uh, at Rope Drop. They're very entertaining when you're waiting for the park to open. Yeah. So this is kind of sad. But on Monday, the Magic Express delivered their last guests to the airport. They are officially done and over with. Um, now, of course, it's not all doom and gloom. It doesn't mean you can't get to the, um, the parks from the airport. Mears is taking over. Um, and... Mears began rewrapping the Magic Express buses this week with their own logo and it's Mears Connect. It will bring you round trip from the airport to your resort and back for $32 for each adult or $27 for each child. It's going to be a very similar experience as to what you had with Magic Express from what I keep hearing. Um, and then, Sarah, were you guys doing the private shuttle or are you doing Mears? Um, we ended up doing a car service okay um i don't know that's just the route i decided to go so i i don't know maybe i'm bitter <laughs> that magical express is gone and um, i am too <laughs> i don't know it was fun to get on magical express and when i think about mirrors i'm like oh it's just a bus like do i want to get on a bus 
And I know it's probably not, but... The other thing for, and I, and I realize there's only four of you guys, but I have seven, a family of seven going at the end of this month. Mm -hmm. And I told them, I said, I totally, and I need to ask you guys that too at the end. But um, I said, this is totally up to you, but there are seven of you. That's a quite a big pocket of change. You may want to inquire about something else. And that's what they were asking. Did you guys use anybody else? Mm -hmm. have, have any of your clients ever used anybody else? Because they were looking about ideas of where to do and I, I mean I can search for them that's not a problem but I, I agree I that was going to be that's a lot of money I would if I was them I'd probably opt for a couple lifts or <laughs> well that's what I was thinking I would do it like a, a, I'm sure there's private services that can offer you a van some sort of minivan that comes and picks you up and yeah. can fit everybody in there or just like we're doing yeah. If you if you budget for it, it's not terrible. Um, the the company that I'm using will even add in a grocery stop if you ask for it, and they'll include a car seat or booster seat with free of charge. Are they going to hold a sign up that says "Barrett yeah, Family"? I'm excited about that. <laughs> well, and then you don't have to wait in any sort of line either. You're just and if your flight gets delayed, they get those updates. So there's. Yep. There's definitely some advantages to taking some, and I thought there are some that are like 200 bucks, no matter how many people are in your party. Yeah, I'm actually paying less than that, um, a little bit, but the range I was looking in for the four of us was anywhere from like 160 to 190 round trip. Which for six people, $32 a piece, like you're looking at the same exact price. I would rather have that shuttle in my name on a card. <laughs> I'm hoping that, um, uh, you know, it's going to be fun. I'm going to ask the kids to look for, I, I don't know if it's going to be my name or just my last name, but be like, look for mom's name. I think it's normally last names. Yeah. So we'll see. But it, um, That's so special. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I'm still sad about the Magic Express, though. Yes, Me too. I agree. I'd rather ride the Magical Express. I was getting really upset with the lines. The lines recently have been pretty awful for Magic Express, especially if you were staying at, like, a value resort. Mm -hmm. You had to wait for a while for the Magic Express. Yeah. So that was getting a little bit annoying. But <laughs> it's still nice to have a free option. So with the um, loss, I'm going to call it a loss, not a, I know it says transfer, but <laughs> I'm going to call it a loss. With the loss of Magical Express and the incoming of Mirrors Connect, um, we knew this wouldn't come without a few hiccups. So it seems that the lack of communication between Disney and Mirrors caused some Run Disney runners to miss their flights. The 2022 Walt Disney World Marathon weekend wrapped up this past Sunday morning and so there were a lot of guests checking out of their Disney resorts in the early hours of the morning before the race began. So guests with early departures were left with no way of getting from their resort to the airport due to the communication error between the companies. So we haven't heard how Disney has handled this, but we'll be sure to let you um, know how this transition or loss um, plays out in the coming weeks and months. It definitely is going to be interesting to see, but I was like, if that was me that missed my flight, I would have been so angry. And I'm sure they were angry too. I mean, mm -hmm. you don't want to leave Florida anyway, but if you're expecting to be home by a certain time, that would be very, very frustrating. Well, it's just a, 
it's it's annoying if you miss your flight because you did something to miss it but when someone else does something that makes you miss your flight that's very irritating now i still don't understand why they didn't just go ahead and call taxi like if if they're not showing up i don't know how long i wait Mm. on a start because from some of the stories i was hearing like i think somebody said they were waiting like an hour and they picked them up an hour late well why are you still waiting there after an hour like i would have called very frustrating and the problem was if people came before december 31st and they weren't leaving up until january 10th monday january 10th disney magical express was still taking care of it but if they arrived after january 1st then Mears Connect was supposed to take care of it. So there were some overlapping issues that didn't pan out, but we shall see. We'll have to check into it more. So while the runners were participating, I'm not so sure that this is necessarily news, but I thought the listeners would like it and I sure did enjoy it. There were guests that were cheering them on, you know that, and there's signs along the way. Well, this one guy had a sign, his name is Ryan Gagnon, um, and it said, you run... You run Disney better than Chapek in really big letters. And <laughs> so he, funny. I know. Well, he apparently brought two signs. One said that, and the other one said, you run better than the government. <laughs> but he decided to that he was interviewed later, and he decided that the Chapek sign was much more appropriate being at Disney World. And it's been blowing up all over social media because Gina sent it to me, and um, I think Nick posted it. And Miranda oh. might have sent it to me too. And I'm like, oh yeah, we're already on this. We're talking about it tonight. <laughs> so, oh man, uh, I love this guy. That's hilarious. <laughs> I know. And they said that Bob Chapik did not think it was funny because of uh -uh. course, what we reported a couple weeks ago and he's like, do a better just, job. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of being considered the bean. I'm, I'm tired of hearing him saying bean counter. It's more than beans he's collecting from us. <laughs> it's our paychecks. <laughs> it's our hard earned teacher money. <laughs> That's right. Oh gosh. Oh, he's he's a hero. This Ryan character. I know. Uh, I love you. If you're <laughs> listening, we love you. He probably had no idea what, that he would blow up social media like that. <laughs> I'm sure he laughed to himself as he was, you know, doing it like <laughs> I'm pretty clever. And then, <laughs> and then here he is. It was announced at uh, Destination D23 that the West End businesses in downtown Disney at the Disneyland Resort would close down in January of 2022 to reimagine the area with some new space that's going to be open for festivals. We now have a closing date for the three existing businesses that will have their location closed for construction. The fan favorite counter service restaurant, Earl of Sandwich, is going to be closed January 24th. We have the boutique storage, uh, our store Sugar Boo and Company, and the neighboring Starbucks location are going to close very soon, January 16th. The monorail, which was uh, has a station at Downtown Disney near the edge of the construction area, will also be closing for refurbishment on January 24th. Though it's unknown whether this closure is related to the downtown Disney project or just, you know, normal maintenance. We hope that the new vision for downtown Disney turns out as magical as Disney Springs. I do think this outdoor viewing area um, has some potential, so I really do look forward to what they're going to do with it. But don't you know those people are going to be dying without their Starbucks? I know. Out of all of them, I'm like, oh, Starbucks, really? You took away Starbucks? <laughs> yep. I saw this guy who, like, he was posting where the Starbucks is at each park. 
and letting everybody know here's your map to Starbucks at every single park <laughs> because they're kind of hidden because they're not always called Starbucks like you have to look for <laughs> where you can get your Starbucks coffee and I'm like wow you are dedicated <laughs> it's funny. yeah that's intense mm-hmm your coffee's coffee <laughs> to me <laughs> I'm not clearly a super fan <laughs> So, January 20th, 2022, Walt Disney World will be switching to new Mickey and Minnie-themed rental strollers. These new strollers were spotted at Disneyland Resort this summer. So, they're the same style as the old ones, but are now red, yellow, and black, and feature Mickey and Minnie on the side. So, kids might be pretty interested in these. Um, my biggest tip to all of you is as soon as you think your kids can handle it ditch that stroller because they are a pain in the butt to take around the park <laughs> but if you have to do it these are a great way to go <laughs> they are but I, I was thinking how genius this was or what a genius idea this was because you see how those kids that want to get out of the stroller but these are pretty cool looking I mean if they had one in an adult size and like a wheelchair I would be okay right <laughs> when we went two years ago Alice was five and Claire was seven so we were like we still could have done it but I remember it would you know the weekends leading up to our trip I would say all right we're walking and we would just go walk and walk and I was like we're we're kids we're training you to walk at Disney World and we had the best trip no stroller um because if you don't know, when you go to the parks, you can't just leave your stroller outside of a ride. Right. And you can't bring your stroller in the line either. Nope. That was like a, I expected to be able to push my kids in the stroller through the line. Nope, nope that's nope, not nope. true. So you have to park it in stroller parking. Well, that's fine. But then cast members will reorganize the strollers. <laughs> yep. So you go back, like, okay, we, we went on Winnie the Pooh, and it took us, you know, 20 minutes. All right, now we're off. Where's the stroller? Because I left it here, but it's not here. And all the strollers look the same because everyone rents them from the same stroller rental companies. So they all look the same. And then, look, well, we tied a Mickey balloon to ours. It was blue. Oh, that's a blue Mickey balloon, but that's not our stroller. <laughs> Right. So then you have to think about how are we going to identify our stroller from all the other hundreds of strollers? We always tie ribbons mm -hmm. to our handle to make it look different. But um, I think that with COVID, they've stopped organizing the strollers mm, as much. They don't want to put people's stuff. <laughs> um, because we did not have that issue last time. Not last time, because we've gone twice in COVID. Um, but before COVID, we had we did have that problem where like where is my stroller why do they keep moving it everywhere and the last two times we have gone i feel like it's always been in the same spot <laughs> like nobody's touching it it's just staying put wherever well, that, you that is good if you do go my route and train your kids to walk for miles and miles before going on your disney trip make sure you're not buying them new shoes um right before you go on your trip <laughs> yeah make, break them in um, because you don't want to get blisters. See, and I'm opposite of, of your thinking. I'll keep them in the stroller as long as I possibly can. 
And now we we park a stroller, we do a section of the park, and leave the stroller there no matter what ride we're riding. That's good. But it's like our locker. Mm-hmm. It's where we keep all of the snacks. It's where we keep all of our water bottles. Like I don't I don't want to carry that around in a backpack because I don't want to be weighed down and if it's hot and then my back gets sweaty. Nobody wants a sweaty back. Like <laughs> I don't want this stuff to be happening to me. So I'm like Okay, no, we're bringing the stroller. I don't even care if you ride in it, but this is where our storage is. We take one backpack and it has to be a backpack that doesn't have a lot of zippers and pockets because I don't want to take that through security. So we have one backpack that we take each day and my husband and I will take turns, but that's also why we go during January because I'm cranky when I'm hot. Mm-hmm, me so, too. Yeah. We just all like to have our own water bottles. I don't Mm want to share. And that's heavy. (laughs) It gets heavy. And does that work for you? Because I know someone who likes to drink all of his water and not carry a backpack, but drink ours too. (laughs) (laughs) And it's very, very frustrating. (laughs) Pace yourself, Joey. (laughs) Figure figure out what works for your family and just go for it. Just don't run over people as you're pushing your stroller through the parks because that's not nice. Yeah, you could hurt somebody, seriously. Not nice at all. So not a shock, but still very sad. Crazy broke out at Disney this week. Did you watch it? I watched it. I did watch this. Kaylee and I watched it twice and she's like, oh my gosh, let me tell the story and then I'll tell you what somebody compared it to. No, No, I'm (laughs) I'm doing the same thing because we've already read it so we know what's going on. So a fight broke out at Toy Story Land in Disney's Hollywood Studios at the exit of Toy Story Mania. Not in the line on the way in. Not that that would have been right either, but that would have made a little more sense to me. These people were fighting after they left the ride and the person who videotaped it, it's like these two grown men. It's because Kaylee's like, are those kids? I'm like, no, those are full grown adults. One of them was bald. Not that you can't be bald and be a kid, but (laughs) you could tell when he stood up. But there's all these people, cast members and people, guests. We don't know if they were people with them or not. They were trying to pull these people apart. Well, the funny part was whoever, there was a couple women, they were going, stop it, stop, stop, stop. And somebody said, did you feel like you were watching Finding Nemo instead of hearing mine, mine, mine?" (laughs) stop, stop, stop. But yeah, they kept pulling them and then finally... They got him apart, but no one, the guy that posted the video is a Twitter user. Um, His handle is at it's Drew David. He had no idea. The people that were around him had no idea. Like it just was like a spontaneous fight. Nobody knows why it happened, what triggered it. Right. They just started going at it. Hmm. Because we were like, oh, is this in the line? Because somebody had questions on, I was reading some of the stuff. So this wasn't at the beginning of the line. They didn't say somebody passed them up or they jumped the line. Because we worried about that with the genie. There was these two ladies. And unfortunately, they got by with it because it was the Animal Kingdom and they didn't recheck. But these two ladies were behind us and they just jumped over the fence and got in the lightning lane after they got past the stroller thing. Well, there's not another check-in. And Joey's like, uh, yeah, because we didn't think of that. Let's just jump the fence. That's fair. And I said, some people just, they don't care. And it was a mom and her daughter. And I wonder if they kick what they do, what repercussions you have, because there are multiple rides that have another stopping point to stop people who do that. 
we were hoping for that, but it didn't have it on Animal Kingdom. So, they so got what it. do you think they do to those people when they find out, like, go back to the start? <laughs> I feel like there should be something more than just a slap on the wrist, like a, yeah. I know, but it's Disney. Yeah. Here's what I'm thinking happened at that Toy Story Mania thing. I think that they were fighting over who had the highest score. That's what somebody <laughs> wanted to see. Oh, really? I didn't even see the video. <laughs> Darn, I thought I was being original. <laughs> there were a few comments like that. But um, I don't know what they were fighting over, but it was two grown men, like in a, like, it looked like they were in a bear hug on the floor. Yep. On, on the, the ground. ground? Yes. On the ground. Oh my goodness. But like all in a ball. It, it it's like who is who in the, you know, you couldn't tell in, until they broke apart like what was going on. But still it's like what in the world makes someone that mad that you're going to break out into a fist fight at Disney World? <laughs> Maybe I just don't have that kind of emotion in me to um I and I don't get it. There's no story for us. So we just get to yeah. make one up like Stephanie just did and said <laughs> one must have scored higher and they tried to lie about it. And who knows? Anyway, <laughs> we'll continue on. We could beat a dead horse. Okay. I'm going to start with the good of the story and then go to the bad of the story. Okay. Because <laughs> um, I was super, super excited when we found out that Disney actually did the unthinkable and they released a promotion <laughs> and a discount for Disney packages between March 6th and July 7th. Guests can save up to $500 on a five-night stay at select resort hotels. Now, let me just clear the air with this because the way they presented it is confusing. Yep. They said $500 on a five-night stay. Correct. But it doesn't cap off at $500. Like, if you were to do a a 10 night stay, that's a thousand dollars you would save. It's a hundred dollars a night and it doesn't stop at five nights. So that was like, a, most people thought $500 was the max savings or five nights was the max savings. It is not, that is incorrect. It's just the way they worded it strangely. Um, unfortunately, it's not all of the um, hotels. I feel like the list of resorts was much shorter than previous promotions and specials so this includes animal kingdom lodge disney's boardwalk inn and disney's Riviera resort that was it on the deluxe resorts um now you could also save was it 40 dollars on some moderates and 20 on a few um on a few of the value resorts as well so there are more savings to be had also um, but still the list is shorter so you're not going to get all of the resorts that you were kind of used to. Additionally, Florida residents can get up to 20% off the price of resort hotel stays between March 11th and July 7th. With spring break through July 4th weekend included in this reservation window, it's not surprising that the offers um, are very popular and um, especially because there haven't been very many offers. Now, this is the downside of this, and hopefully you booked with an agent and did not try and figure this out yourself and look into prices yourself, because if you did, I'm sure you were very upset. If you were to call 
that day, you're going to be faced with over, or even like that whole week, the wait times were most of them at least three hours. Sometimes they even would just shut down the system. Like I know if I had called in the evening at seven o'clock, they were like, yeah, we're done taking calls for the evening. We're not for us. My time, they go until nine o'clock. They were done at seven. Like, nope, we have closed our phone lines down. We're not getting anybody else in. You can't make a phone call. So then we resort to, well, let's look it up online. And they had a virtual, like a virtual waiting room online. It would tell you like you're, you're in an orbit and then it would <laughs> count down on how long you had. And sometimes it was like an hour that you had to wait before they would even allow you to look at the prices. Um, and it was the same for travel agents. So we didn't, it wasn't like we had some sort of leg up and we got to see stuff before anybody else. Like we had to wait and we did that for our clients. My, you know, my clients didn't even know that anything had been released. And I was able to get on like after I finally was checked all of my clients and say, hey guys, I just saved you $300 on your trip um, because you were able to get this promotion. So that's why, again, it's a really good idea to book with travel agent um, because we can do all of that waiting for you. And then you don't have to sit either on hold for three hours or in a virtual waiting <laughs> queue for an hour. And even if you have an agent, sometimes you don't get the savings because oh no. there's no more available yes. for the rooms that your client books. True. They because, yeah, they limit it to a certain amount of rooms. So, so my, my client that's going to Animal Kingdom for two different trips, one in March, one in May for the two different grandkids that are turning nine, I thought, oh my gosh, it'd be so great if I could save them some money. But the rooms that they booked, they got a one bedroom Savannah and the only ones that were available were two bedroom and three bedroom. And there was no way I was calling to ask if he wanted to add some more to his, <laughs> to his thing because I was choking it down. I'm happy for him, very excited for his grandkids, but holy smokes, I just can't fathom play, paying that. And I mean, I if he I asked him if he wanted to adopt me. Um, <laughs> right? But yeah, the other day, the wait was 159 minutes and I was like, what? Mm. Thank goodness they had that callback system. Holy smokes, I was so grateful because it ended up being more than 159 minutes, I think. Well, they don't always have the callback system open because it was not right. open the day they released the, because I tried to do the callback system thinking this is, I don't have, I can't wait in this virtual queue. And they were like, nope, no callback system today. I was kind of bummed because I only had three clients who were able to get the discount, the rest, everybody's rooms, like you said, um, it, but it wasn't, it wasn't that their room, it was just the resort that they had chosen and had went with did not qualify. There were a lot of resorts that did not qualify for this promotion. And I was like, right. oh, this one doesn't either. I know. Yeah, that was the case with my client traveling in March. But um, I was really bummed when I saw this come out. I went to my husband, he was sitting at his computer working and I made a frowny face in front of him. And I said, it's confirmed that there will be no discounts released for our trip in January. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm still holding out hope that even 11 days out, there'll be a discount or um, the dining plan will come back. But I don't think that's happening either. Nope. So last Tuesday, January 5th, the Magic Kingdom area suffered a power outage. At 6 p.m., this outage caused the monorail and the ferry boats to shut down. 
It additionally affected Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, Disney's Contemporary Resort, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, and Disney's Wilderness Lodge. There was a vlogger um, named JoJo who was in Trader Sam's vlogging when the outage happened. And at first, I don't know if y'all have ever been there, but they do a lot of gimmicks and things go on in Trader Sam's while you're there. And it's very dark anyways. Um, but he thought they were just doing something, but later found out that it was an outage. So at 7.36 p.m., so about an hour and a half later, Disney reported that the monorails and ferries were back at work. So that's not good, and I'm sure that was not supposed to happen. And I wonder how long the wait times were for the buses. Like, that probably has to have a huge effect on the buses and everything. And were they even offering the bus? I guess they had to offer some sort of bus to Magic Kingdom and uh, because, or to the Polynesian and Contemporary, because normally you can't get on a bus to go to those. You have to do monorail. Right. So they had to have offered something. Like, is there even a stop for them? <laughs> like, did they just hold up a sign and like, and this one is for Meridian? I'm trying to remember, because it's not something I pay attention to that much, but the boards that have the the buses, it'll, it'll have the number and then the name of where the bus is going beside it. Are those permanent or can someone come out and mess with them? I think they're permanent. Okay. I'll have to look when in a couple weeks when I go. I think they're permanent. I can I could just see that their problem solve fix was just somebody to stand outside with a piece of paper that says, yeah. go get in this line. <laughs> that works. I mean, I'm sure it was a pain and I wonder what's going on because that's not good. I hope the power doesn't go out when we go. Right. No kidding. That would be awful. But maybe you'll get a free fast pass out of the deal. What do you think? <laughs> Lightning lane. <laughs> Individual attraction selection. Pay for me to go on something. I don't we had to stop on uh well, Joey, if you listen to our trip before he talked about Al and Honda Mansion, it stopped a couple of times and it stopped a couple of times at Spaceship Earth and how he felt like it ruined it. It was the only time my grandma like my mom got to ride it and I said grandma didn't know any different she thought it was pausing for like effect like to let you look <laughs> so she thought it was great like she was really checking out the animatronics and stuff and so she was not affected by it but joey was disappointed for her i thought that was funny it, i mean it's kind of fun when you get stopped on rides because you get to have that chance to look around and take it in a little more i'm with i'm with grandma well we got stopped on a people mover in the dark part of spaceship earth or not Spaceship Earth, Space Mountain. And, and Joey's like, we're getting a free lightning lane, free lightning lane. That's what he was like. <laughs> and nothing, that, right? Well, no, that, you're not no, going to get anything. we weren't there very long. But him and Kaylee had done that one other time and we got free fast passes that way. So, mm. well, beginning this past Monday, January 10th at Epcot, the virtual queue at Remy's Ratatouille Adventure has been discontinued. I don't know if you saw this yet or not, Miss Sarah, because this will affect I did, yes. And my husband said, we'll just pay for it. He shocked me. Well, that's what we did. That is really the only ride we tried to do, Rise of the Resistance, but I told you guys it was sold out. Mm. So, um, yeah. So that's the one we paid for. So that was a that was a good purchase, we feel like. Um, but Disney noted that they may choose to enact the system at a later date if it's based on demand. Um, at this point, at Disney World, there are no attractions with off that are which are offering virtual queues, which I'm sorry. I kind of think it's a good idea. I think we had too much going yeah. on. If we have virtual queue, standby line, lightning lane, it was just throwing off the service. I don't know. It's 
seemed to me like it was a good idea for those really long wait attractions because I would rather be in a virtual queue and have a time to come back personally. Right. And um, I mean, it worked really well when we did it for Rise of the Resistance. Um, I know it doesn't work well for everyone, but it was great for us. I, you know, um, because I don't, I'm not a fan. I mean, if I don't, don't want to wait two hours in a line for something. There's nothing really that I want to ride that much that I'll wait for that long. Maybe if there weren't kids involved. Because <laughs> they changed the dynamic. I'm glad that there's no more virtual queue. I mean, I haven't been on it. I've, I've seen videos. I wonder, it, I feel like it hasn't been open for a really very long time. And I wonder, I haven't looked at the trends and the wait times to see. Well, I guess it was just since January 10th, so... They haven't been wait times. I take that back. But I'd be interested to see what the wait times are going to be. I'm sure it'll be long, and that's going to be a bummer. Yeah. But like you said, the individual lightning lane, like, that's that might be worth it for people. If you want to skip it, then pay for it. That's fine. For people who know how to use a virtual queue, okay. But it was just one more thing to explain yeah. to guests. And then, and then clients were feeling so overwhelmed because you're trying to explain the 120 minute rule and you're trying to explain how to use Genie Plus and you're trying to explain how to get this virtual queue and how to do your mobile ordering. And everybody, like, I feel like sometimes you're having these meetings with clients and they're just like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, I know that feeling. It's like, aren't you glad you're working with me? I know. Disney and Pixar's newest movie, Turning Red, is set to go straight to Disney+. Disney Media and Entertainment Distribution announced that Disney and, Di and Pixar's Turning Red is going to premiere exclusively in homes worldwide on Disney+, Plus on Friday, March 11th. So, people who have some spring breaks coming up, there's something you can do is you can go ahead and watch a movie from your own homes. Yep. Um... It introduces Haley, a competent but dorky 13-year-old torn between staying her mother's dutiful daughter and, you know, being an adolescent and being a little bit wild. <laughs> her uh, protective, if not slightly overbearing mother, which is the voice of Sandra Oh, um, she's never far from her daughter, an unfortunate reality for a teenager who wants a hover parent as a teenager. <laughs> And as if changes to her interests, relationships, and body weren't enough, wherever, whenever she gets too excited, which is practically always, she poops into a giant red panda. Hmm. This is interesting, and I, this is the first I heard of this. What do you, had you guys heard of it? I haven't heard of it either. Um, sounds interesting, though. Oh, no, it does sound interesting. I just was like, where did this come from? That, that seemed, I mean, so is it going to be um, one of those paid? No, from movies? what I understand, it's just a release to the, as part of being a Disney Plus customer. Yay. I like it when they give us a freebie every once in a while. It is nice. So we have some good news coming from Disneyland. We reported that before Christmas, Disneyland Magic Key holders weren't very happy with not being able to go to the parks. Well, Park Pass availability has been replenished for Disneyland Resort Magic Key holders at all levels. Both parks are currently available for Dream Key holders most days from January through April. There are no passes available or only Disney California Adventure passes available on some weekends. The Dream Key is the highest level of annual pass with no blockout date. Most days are also available for the next level 
of annual pass, which is the Believe Key. Some weekends are fully booked, and Believe Key has some blockout dates in the spring. The Enchant Key also has some blockout dates, but park passes are available most days. No park passes are available on Valentine's Day, but February is otherwise open. The Imagine Key, which is only available to Southern California residents, has the most blockout dates in the coming months. In January, park passes are available on all of the non-blockout dates. There is still full availability for Imagine Key holders in March and what is currently visible for April. February will be the Magic Key Holder Celebration Month, so hopefully you get some nice things out of that, you Magic Key Holders. I know. That's what I was wondering. You need a t-shirt or a hat? Ooh, I like t-shirts. Or a special pin? Or a magic wand? I don't know. I could make up a magic wand. <laughs> it won't work, but a magic wand. <laughs> Are you going to give us a, a plastic bag to put it in? Yes, there you go. <laughs> I know this isn't Disney, but did anyone watch the um, Harry Potter yes. reunion thing? It's awesome. I and cried. when, um, oh my gosh, what's her name? Bellatrix. Bellatrix, Bellatrix was strange. Yes, I can't think of her name. Helen Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter, yeah. When Helena Bonham Carter is talking to, um, I forget who she's even talking to, but she's talking about how, you know, it's a shame the wands didn't actually work. But I forget which movie it's in, but there's, she blows up Hagrid's hut or sets it on fire. Yeah. And the effects were made so that when she, you know, used her wand, it blew up and she felt like she actually did something with her wand then. I was like, that, that must have been pretty cool to feel like you actually had wand power. <laughs> I was, I thought it was kind of weird um, that she, who is it? Uh, the blonde headed boy that's the bad guy, but really a nice, seems like a nice person. Malfoy. Uh, yes. Like he had a crush on her or something. She's like, save my number for 10, call me in 10 years oh, or something. Oh yeah. And I was like, <laughs> ew. It's like the Brady Bunch with Greg Brady and Mrs. Brady. <laughs> well, thank you, Sarah, for joining us. Uh, Chrissy, we hope that you feel better. Chrissy was supposed to be with us tonight, and Gina's daughter had a makeup game, so we missed both of them. But we are so grateful for Miss Sarah, who just jumped right in and did a beautiful job, as always. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or text us at 636-395-0544. If you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text us sarah stephanie or myself vicky at 636-395-0544 or you can email us at yourstorytravel.com just a reminder that a 200 deposit will hold your resort and ticket package reservation and be sure to listen to friday's show this week vicky's family is going to be sharing the second part of their disney christmas trip um, and if you haven't seen the video of vicky's mom uh, you need to see it <laughs> it's a tearjerker because she took her mom for the first time to Disney World, and it is incredible to see her reaction. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends. Say